Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Today on the show, I have my good old friend who is a skin therapist. And um, there's been, I haven't really seen him since uh, we've been uh, drunk on the beach on the 4th of July. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's really good to see him again because um, he uh, is. Um, it's, it's been a long time coming, and I'm excited to talk to him a little bit about his passions and why he does what he does. So, Nate Huster, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. I'm not a morning person, and it's okay, it's 10 a.m. or it's 11 a.m. It's not technically morning, but. Oh, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm. I, I, I feel you on that, though. Like, usually, like, I typically, like, today I woke up at, like, 9 30, 9 ish, like. Usually when I sleep in, it's like 10 yeah. already, and I'm like already slept half the morning away, and it's it's still morning like when it's noon, one-ish yeah. to me, you know? I just don't like having a lot of time. I, like, I need to be like really busy, and so if I wake up too early, I have so much free time, I just kind of get bored, so <laughs> sleep right until I need to get stuff done. Get her going. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Um, yeah, I... Like we said, I haven't seen you in so long, so you just kind of working a ton and whatnot? Yeah, working on my job keeps me traveling a lot. Um, mm -hmm. my, I teach, also teach dance in Brookfield. Oh, nice. Yeah, and so we travel just about every weekend to every other weekend um, sure. out of state to do dance competitions at conventions. Oh. What was your most recent? We, well, we were just, at, uh, we did a fundraiser at Carroll University, it's called Power of Purple, it was for pancreatic cancer. Oh, sure. So all the proceeds go um, directly to research. It was really cool, we, like, they raised like $20,000. Oh, wow. That's yeah, awesome. and then this weekend we're in um, the Illinois area, like Chicago area. Uh, that's home for me. Yeah, I love it, it's my favorite. Do you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, well, that'll be really fun. Where's the farthest it's taken you before? Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this was baller. Oh we, shit. So I, the old dance company I used to work for, they were like pretty prestigious in the dance community. Um, mainly my um, boss, my dance instructor. But we, there was this new dance convention that was trying to get really popular, and um, they were like, "Hey, we want you guys to come." And compete at this competition so that other good teams will come and like realize it's like a good it's like a cool competition mm -hmm. and so they like we got this like really awesome beach house and we were there for like like 10 days and we oh, only fuck. danced like three of them oh, oh my wow. gosh it was it was the best time of my life I cried when I left that was oh the only God. place I've ever cried leaving really yeah Hawaii is the most beautiful place I can't imagine there's any place more beautiful I believe it did you party a ton I didn't. I wasn't even 21. Oh, this was me. Yeah, okay. this was baby. I was like, uh -huh. I think, was I 21? No, I wasn't. I think I was just about to turn 21. Okay, sure. Damn, I've never been to Hawaii. Mm. I want to go. I really want to go. You really should. I'll yeah. give you all the ins. There's this place called Humanamana Bay. Oh, I probably pronounced that wrong. But it is like second largest reef in the world. Really? I guess. It's oh. out of this world. Eight, we just, we literally um, snorkeled for eight hours. It was so much fun. I was burnt to a crisp. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. Damn, that sounds amazing. I've never done that stuff. I've never snorkeled. 
never scuba dive. Really? I, yeah, I like. I do you like oceans? Yeah, I love uh-huh. oceans. You know, I just, you gotta snorkel then. I gotta snorkel. Yeah, I I really do. I do want to. I um, you know, I've like only really been to the ocean a couple times mm-hmm. in my life, but um, you know, once I like uh, can like uh, afford going. Yeah. I most certainly would love to go on a getaway like that because, like, I mean, yeah, actually, I happen to, I just love the water. Yeah. I love bodies of water. You know, I love being near water. I like to be in water. I like to drink water. (laughs) I like to, um, yeah, no, I, uh, I, I, like, I mean, I've always, I grew up, like, you know, in the Chicago area. I grew Mm -hmm. up and I obviously live here. So, like, there's always been a body of water yeah. near us, being like Michigan, so it's like such a like it's just, you can't be bored yeah. when you're around like a huge body of water. I feel something about swimming just is I don't know if it's nostalgic or if it's just really it's cool. I don't yeah. know. I yeah, don't know. I love I love ocean. I'm an ocean boy over a city boy. Ocean boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel. Where would you like move? Miami. Miami. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nice. There was a time where I was going to Miami like once a month. Just because I I went with a boyfriend or like a guy that I was seeing like two Januarys ago mm-hmm. and he took me for the first time and it was like the most fun I've ever had on a vacation until I've got I've gone back and then after that I was like can we go back he was like well, no let's go someplace else and I was like no and I just nope. like, went back <laughs> yeah. went back so much I took some girlfriends recently that was crazy um, I actually ended up going twice that month because I went with the girlfriends and it was so exhausting. I went back the next weekend because it was I just needed a, a an actual vacation. So <laughs> yeah, I've yeah I went to Florida for the first time uh, two marches ago, mm-hmm. and um, I mean we we did like the the Florida starter kit. Orlando. So Orlando, yeah, yep. Disney World, Disney <laughs> Universal, which is such a cool thing. Oh too. my god, it was so much fun. So fun. Yeah, my my friend was like, he like. He, um, he, he had like a, a, a decent amount of money, um, at the time and he was just like, he just wanted to have fun himself. So like he bought us flash passes and oh, we, just, so we went cool. on like everything and, um, yeah, that it was, it was a blast. I, I was so broke by the end of oh the trip though. Oh my gosh. Disney is so expensive. Oh my God. Epcot. Oh my gosh. Oh, but Epcot is like the coolest part. It's incredible. It's so cool. You literally walk 20 feet and you're in Germany and then you walk 20 more feet. You're in Italy. You're just like, yeah. And then the food. Yeah. The food. But, but that's what I mean. Like it's so, mm-hmm. the money like is just, it just, there's like, just so much to like be constantly like, yeah. you know, trying all the food, trying all the drinks, doing the drinking around the world. Yes. Oh my gosh. Which we attempted to do. Oh and gosh. and it's like, I, I'm so fucking broke. I, my mom was not pleased with me, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like I, when we, I went to Florida, we also went to the Everglades for a day. Oh, so cool. Near, near my, really cool. I've actually never been there. Gators everywhere. That's so crazy. There's literally just alligator, like kind of like how um, squirrels and bunnies are here. Alligators. That's, that's alligators. Yeah. Like, in the Everglades. <laughs> They're just like casually just chilling on the side of the road, like everywhere. We definitely saw one. We uh, the dance company, the dance companies that I've worked for, their big end of the year competition is called the Dance Worlds, mm. and it's in Orlando at the ESPN Center. Okay. And uh, we're at Epcot, depending on the year. And we stayed in a little town called Kissimmee outside, oh, yeah, of, sure. outside of Orlando, and there was an alligator once, and we were and like in our resort, and we were like, oh, yeah. okay, <laughs> good thing I'm not on the first floor. Right, right, yeah. Because at first you're like, holy fuck, and then yeah. everyone else who lives there is like, 
yeah. yeah. Those... That's Nancy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Nancy. She's fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's Big Jim. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, like they they start like they like pets, you know. Yeah. But, Oh yeah, like um, I, I had didn't get the chance to go to Miami, but um, definitely want to go to Florida again. Specifically, like this time of year would be nice mm-hmm. to go to Florida because you know it's, it's a beautiful time because it's trash up here. Being in the the the, the Arctic polar vortex, the bipolar Arctic vortex. That's right. It's yeah, like fifty degrees out right now. I need to go outside. It's today. beautiful. The sun it felt really awesome. Oh my god, I could go out and feel myself a little bit. <laughs> <right. laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like. I remember it was such a great getaway going for spring break because mm. you come back and it's still like snow here, but then like it's so fucking humid and gross yeah. and sticky like over the summer down yeah. there. That's the only thing. I know, and I always battle because my parents are moving there. Yeah. Um, they're moving to Pensacola, which is like panhandling, mm-hmm. very high up. Um, but if I moved there, I would definitely try to move to Miami. And I don't know if I'd like it year-round, because I do know that like days where we're not at the beach trying to be sweaty and like warm, and we're just like uh, like sightseeing or yeah. shopping, I hate being sweaty. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I can handle like going to work in all black or yeah. like... You know, like having to teach um, the strength and conditioning class in that kind of weather. (laughs) Right, yeah. I have heard that Pensacola's an underrated Florida city, actually. I've heard it's pretty cool. It's, so I don't remember, I haven't gone in the longest time because we, my Oma and Opa live down there, and they, I don't know, we just haven't gone. We used to go, like, all the time, and we'd drive down to Disney World, and it was, like, the longest drive ever. But, um... I remember it was beautiful, mm-hmm. and there was a beach like I think maybe thirty minutes away from where they live. So yeah, I don't know. Do you know Michael Fisher at all? Uh, I don't. He's that's okay. He's he's one of the owners of the bars down here. But oh sure. He, okay. His his like dad lives down there, and he says it's like really 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 pretty. Okay. But um, the like going out scene is just not yeah nothing. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, I guess it's like a um, it, it kind of depends on uh what your idea of fun is. Oh, you know, yeah, are sure. you going for the natural beauty? Do you prefer like just kinda like the scenery, the tranquil aspect mm-hmm. of it, or do you like, you know, the nightlife? Yeah. And that's where you're going to like the city and Orlando yeah. and shit like that. I just think that if I'm gonna do a big move and I'm gonna move all the way, you know, to a place that has such amazing beaches, I wanna be closer to a beach. Yeah, me too. And like closer to a bigger city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just when I'm starting out, I think because I feel like there's just more opportunities and, like, you learn about the small towns and the small, like, places like Pensacola mm-hmm. or, like, um, I really, like, from going to Miami, there's a small suburb town called Hollywood, yeah. which is right outside Miami. It's, like, mm-hmm. 10 minutes, and it's where a few of my friends live down there, and oh, yeah. that's probably where I'd want to end up and not, like, Miami City. Yeah. Because it's just, I don't know, but I wouldn't have known about that unless I went and stayed in Miami a bunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like... Yeah, like you, you, being in a metropolitan area like that, yeah, you like start just discovering what's around it mm-hmm. and you start just admiring just the, the vicinity that you're in. And yeah, you make all these like, you discover all these hidden gems, all these like well kept secrets. Yeah. I remember I wanted to go to Daytona really bad when I was down there, but it was raining that oh, day. Yeah. Because all, all, like a lot of my friends happened to be like 20 minutes away from me. But, oh, so cool. Yeah, but. Good, didn't get to see them because yeah. it was like 
really stormy. That's actually. the other thing. It comes out of nowhere. It mm-hmm. was like, we. I remember I have this video. <laughs> I like put a Snapchat or like an Instagram story up. I was eating outside with a friend and we put up like our picture of our food that we just got. And like 45 seconds later, there was I put up another one and we were inside holding our food like this because it just came down out yeah. of nowhere. It's like a monsoon. Yeah, yeah, literally. And it lasts for like 10 minutes and then it's over. <laughs> yeah, right. It's exactly. So yeah, my, my, my buddies uh, live like in Orlando and they... <laughs> Like they were going out of school, they were going to school down there, and I remember there was I forgot what hurricane it was, but there was some hurricane that like hit Florida, mm-hmm. and uh, they had a pool in the back of their their place, and uh, just to be stupid, they decided to go swimming in their pool oh during God. the hurricane, oh and they took like Snapchats of it. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> what are you guys doing? Oh my like, God. you guys are. Fucking idiots. That's all of this funny shit you see about like Florida people <laughs> yeah. being idiots. Yeah. There was like this thing, it was like um type in Florida man and then your birthday and see what crazy shit happened on your birthday in Florida. Okay. And it was like man tried to attack his wife with a tractor. <laughs> like really crazy wow. stupid stuff. Okay, I'll have to type in Florida Man January eleventh then. There you go. Yeah. For sure. Well, um, well, uh, we can talk about Florida all day. Oh, yeah, we can. But, um, yeah, well, it's really exciting. You're gonna, your parents are moving on there. Yeah. Um, so what we talk about in Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion, and creativity. Nate and I first met, uh, when did we meet? It was, like, four years ago, I yeah, think. Yeah, blackout. A while ago. Blackout era. Yeah, yeah, that was, like, uh, sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Freshman year for me. Freshman, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, we met because of our good... Dear friend, the Queen Allie Weir. Love her. We celebrated love- her birthday. Oh my God! What'd you do? We went. What did we do? We went to Balzac. Balzac. The two of us. It's we, so good. It's so good. It's we, expensive as fuck, though. It is. It was. It actually was so cheap. I don't know what we did, but we. I think maybe because we said it was her birthday. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I remember being sober when I got there. Oh yeah. And we did a few tequila shots. Um. And then it wasn't that expensive, so and we got a lot too. Oh, okay. So, but that was really fun. We went to Balzac, and then we went across the street. I know one of the managers of Dorcia, and I wanted to oh. see if he was working, and he brought us out. Sorry, so sweet. Oh, I love you. Hamza, love you. Shout out to Hamza. Um, <laughs> and then we went to Tits and tits? We danced and had a great time. Oh, fuck yeah. Awesome. And then we died and we went home. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Uh, well, Balzac is is one of the finest restaurants in town I'm that sorry. I've been to at least. Mm-hmm. Dorcia also one of the finest. Oh my god, those pasta flights! The pasta They're flights, so good. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. I um, those were uh, I remember both places I went in my last relationship. Mm-hmm. When you the great date spots. Um, Same. Dorcia is like the date spot. I've it is. definitely taken multiple people there. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's just perfect. Yeah. They. It's like they see you on all these dates. Like, wow, Nate. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, probably. Well, I know that uh, there are a few of the people that work there. I know. So it's like it's we we, we don't call them dates. We're just like this is yeah. This is my. Oh yeah, whatever. It is. That's why here, here in River West, whenever I go on like a Tinder date, it's mm-hmm. always at a different bar because That's there's smart. so many. There's bars. so many to go to too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so I, I try not to, uh, you know, uh, do it. 
do any um, kind of just tread uh, the same yeah. territory so I seem like <laughs> I'm this indecisive motherfucker. Yeah, and then you get, you know, all the different experiences that Reverse has to offer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, which I really like. But um, but yeah, uh, well, I've only been to Tits once uh, and we were in there for like five minutes and we left. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I've heard Tits is a great time. It's fun. It's, um... I love it, don't get me wrong. Michael Fisher, actually, the guy I was telling you about, his dad lives in Pensacola, he's one of the owners. Okay. Yeah, and I love him to death, and the other order, George, is really awesome. They do a lot for the LGBTQ plus community. Um, it's a, like, Milwaukee's gay community is pretty small, mm. and so it's very much one of those places, I'm trying to, like, compare it to something. Like, if you went to your high school back in your hometown. Oh, yeah. Like, you know everyone and all the teachers. If I if you go to TIT, it's like, oh, hi, 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 hi. You yeah. Just, you just know every single person Tightly there. knit. Very tightly knit. Yeah, 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 for sure. So it's nice, and then it's, sometimes it's, like, a little much. But Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well... They uh, do a great job. Oh, well, that's great. That's I mean, that's that's wonderful. I mean, yeah, I, I think that um, that's kind of small walkie in a yeah. nutshell. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, like... Especially when you're dating. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you Take know. the straight community and then, you know, um, divide that into like 18ths and that, and like two eighteen, one 18th would be like the gay community. Oh yeah. That's what it feels like at least. Oh, totally. Yeah. I, I mean, I've even run into that, you know, mm-hmm. people that I've dated, people I've hooked up with. They, yeah. You know, they start, you know, like everyone starts knowing each other. Well, I recently you- ran into that actually. I was like about to go on a date with somebody and they found out that I went on a date with one of their friends and they were like, I want that to be weird. Oh, so, yeah. I'm like, you know, I respect it. I yeah. totally respect that. But I'm like, damn, it yeah. sucks. <laughs> that, um, I, it's so funny. I definitely, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> there's so much interchanging of people in like the gay community. Like I think, Anyone that I've dated in like the past like four years, I could. I'm. Most of my friends have probably gone on a date with or date. Oh uh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. there's one person in particular that I'm thinking of that I don't need to name, but like. Everyone I know has gone on a date with him. Oh, that's like funny. everyone I know, and he's. It's kind of. It was kind of like the. Um, Ugh, how, okay, this is a good way to put this. I was, um, I dated this guy. We were, like, seeing each other. And it ended really, really poorly. Like, super awful. He was terrible. And I, his friend started trying to talk to me on, like, Instagram or something. Mm-hmm. And I was, we kind of, like, went back and forth. And I was like, no, like, let's get coffee and hang out. Like, let's not anything else besides that. Yeah. And he goes... <laughs> Well, if I can't um, go on a date or sleep with, like, anyone that he's dated, I guess I'll never sleep with anyone in Milwaukee then. And I was like, that just made my day. <laughs> like, that's what I needed to hear after yeah. a bad breakup. Like, thank you. Yes, yeah. he is a whore. <laughs> that's real. That's real. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, oh, it's just so small. But I definitely feel like that, too, because even, like, Allie, for instance, that friend circle when li- with living with her, like, I, it was so small. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone knows everyone. It's the same. It's so funny because... It is like a huge area, but because of all these little pockets, yeah, that yeah. you're in, like UWM, and then like you know sororities and fraternities, and then this business major, and then this, like, it's, like, it's it does get yeah. pretty small mm-hmm. and confined. Oh yeah, for sure. Even here in the in the River West neighborhood, mm-hmm. you get that. You know, like there's like a joke that goes around here that like 
you know, everyone hooks up with each other. Yeah. And I imagine that's the case for uh, many different uh, communities yeah. that exist not too far down the road. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's a, it's a, it's a, it's a beauty and also a, a potential, um, STD. Yeah. Yeah, potential <laughs> STD. Just kidding. Potential, <laughs> potential yeah. drama. Oh, yes. Um, very drama. Yeah, yeah. A lot of that. But, but you know, we love it. We mm -hmm. love to see it. But, so, so, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, we, so, you know, we uh, know each other from, uh, from Allie. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, I do miss that group. I miss her. I miss Katie. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Katie. Shout I love her. Katie. Katie Horn just came in for a facial. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, literally the day, like the day before Allie's birthday. It was so funny that how things like that happened. Like, mm -hmm. it just all worked out. I posted on Instagram and she was like, I'm gonna come in. I'm oh my god, I, I miss, uh, I, I miss uh, being called baby boy oh and uh, giving her a lot of hugs and uh, just, you know, affection. She's a great person. Katie is great. Mm -hmm. I do miss her. Um, and I, I don't really get to see everybody mm -hmm. unless it's for like a special occasion. Yeah. And the, like, I feel like it's just always on the beach, you know. It's, uh, yeah. it's like during the summer on the Fourth of July. Yeah. It's like that's like one Our or, meeting ground. Yeah, yeah. That's like when I see like everybody like I once hung out with. Um, yeah. But um, but yeah, I I do miss them a lot, and uh, so we we knew each other from that, and um, you know I uh, it was just always a joy to be able to see you from time to time because mm -hmm. you know you always just you know. Radiates so much Life positive lies. energy. Thank you. I try. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I saw you recently uh, dressed up as Ariana. Oh my gosh! You were so fabulous as Thank Ariana. Thank you. You it actually was... looked really good. Yeah, I, like if I could blush right now, I would be. It's it was so much fun. I, it's funny because I um, I don't know why it was funny. It was just it was it was drag has always been something I thought would be a really cool thing to do, but yep. because of my background in dance. I take it way too seriously. Like I don't like drag shows. It's hard for me to even enjoy because I'm just so much like I would want to do this. I would want to do that. Mm -hmm. um, it was just really fun to just like go yeah. out and get to be a little sass. I was oh, such yeah. a brat too. You, they always say like you put a wig on and you turn into like a cunt. So <laughs> and I very much was. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, people would be like, oh my gosh, you look so good. I'd be like, thank you. I know. <laughs> so <laughs> aggressive. And I like remember waking up and being like, I was fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that's that is geek. I I would have totally um I would have been honored if you sassed me. Oh my gosh, as, as Ariana. Who, I definitely would have. Yeah. What uh who uh, uh helped you with the makeup and everything? I did it all myself. You did it all yourself. Mm -hmm. I had someone help me with the wig. I had my okay. friend um sure. my very good friend Dita Vaughn. Shout Lee. out. Dita, yes, one of the best drag queens in Milwaukee, nice. easily. Oh hell yeah. Um, she did the hair for me. Mm -hmm. I like I bought the hair and um. She like styled it for me and let like half a ponytail. Oh, um, yeah, really nice. But I like did all the makeup myself. I practiced a little bit and you know put the outfit together and whatnot. Oh hell yeah! Good for people. you. Just like any community, not just here in Milwaukee, but I think drag and gay culture is like almost being. Oh, is almost really like it's cool mm -hmm. to be into it now. Like you mm -hmm. see a bunch of celebrities and they're like with drag queens that yeah. you, they you've never seen like I've never seen Taylor's with a drag queen before right. I might be wrong, or like Iggy Azalea, um, yeah. which I think is cool representation. But oh yeah, for sure. I, I definitely um, when I was in high school, it, I was popular because I was. Oh really? Yeah, like I wasn't like I was not anything special in high school. I was just like kind of, 
I was obnoxious, Steph. I was way more obnoxious than I am now. But <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think people liked me because I was a little bit different like that. And they just, like, always had an interesting top. I don't know. There's always it's a, not like that. I mean, there's definitely, like, an admiration that comes with anybody who is comfortable in, in how they're different. Yeah. You know, and, like, people that just own... Whether they're, you know, just eccentric, whether they have really, like, um, you know, a, a passion or an interest that's, like, kind of, like, you know, different than what everyone else is into. Yeah. Or if someone is just, like, really owns, like, their identity and just has fun with it. Like, yeah. people look up to that. You know, yeah, those, are, those, are, those are the trendsetters. Mm-hmm. That's very true. I definitely, um, I was one of the only open gay kids in my high school. Mm-hmm. And it's funny looking back now because there are so many kids I graduated with that are that came out yeah. after the fact, mm-hmm. and half of me is like, "That's that's bullshit." <laughs> I did yeah. this by myself. Where were right. you? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, it would have been so nice to have <clears throat> someone else, but then I also think it's kind of I'm lucky that I've been able to be, you know, myself for always, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, totally. Where'd you grow up? Watertown. Watertown, sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, very nice, yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, I... Water Tucky. Water Tucky. Mm-hmm. That being said, uh, we... Yeah, so, like, you do... You went to school at Aveda mm-hmm. and in esthetology. Es- yes, yeah, I yeah, said yeah. it right. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. And you do skincare, as we said before. So, I guess, like, um, like kind of growing up, like, where did you kind of start seeing yourself, like, uh, developing this passion for, like, beauty and, you know... Yeah. So... Well, beauty, beauty and skincare were kind of two different interests. I was into makeup because I was into theater and dance, and so you had to do makeup for that, and that kind of got me interested in makeup. But it wasn't anything like I wanted to like do crazy looks. I was kind of just like I I had terrible skin, and I liked wearing makeup to cover that up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I could never find. Especially back then, there were a lot of skincare brands that were really popular, like Proactive, that did not really test on people of color. Mm -hmm. Um, And that really frustrated me as someone who, I grew up in an all-white community, and so everyone else was like using the Proactive, using the Clean and Clear, and it just, nothing worked for me. And being mixed, like, it's, my skin's a little bit different, obviously, than um, someone that has white skin. And so... I wanted originally to come up with the skincare line specifically for like mixed people or like people of color. I thought that would be really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of went away from that and was like really into the dance thing for a long time. And then I realized dance, if I wanted to stay in the Midwest, um, dance isn't as lucrative, wasn't as lucrative at that age yeah. as it is now. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I need something else just to make sure I you know, can pay rent and, you know, not live with my parents. So I was like, skincare would be awesome. And I am, I was obsessed with, um, skincare just to begin with, just like expensive, fancy, like serums and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, I was actually in the Alta I work at now two and a half years ago. And there was an esthetician there. His name was Enrique Torres. Love him. Um, more plugs. Enrique Torres and he looked at me and was like, hey, let me give you a facial. Like, I can fix your skin. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, I know a lot about skincare. You can't. And he fixed my skin in like five months after I'd been to like dermatologist after dermatologist. And so I was like, this is totally what I want to do. Like, I want to do it. It was affordable. Um, 
like, I mean, I was a college student. I, like, didn't have money to, like, be spending $300 on a really expensive facial. And so it wasn't, obviously, $300. Um, and so I was able to clear out my skin in about five months. And then I legit decided to go to school right then and there. And I took over his clients after he moved to Chicago to work at, a, at an Alta down there. Damn. Yeah, now he travels and trains and is a model for the company. Oh, wow. Hoping I keep following in those videos. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just saying. That's awesome. So it sounds like he almost like kind of like, uh, like... He was 100% the influence. He, yeah, he went to yeah. Aveda. He got, he like pushed me to go to Aveda. Almost like mentored you. He, he is definitely, he calls me his, wait, I get called Lil Enrique at work. Lil Enrique. Mm -hmm. Or at least I used to back when, um, he was like fresher when he had just left. Oh, very awesome. How would you describe like, you know, the, the joy and the uh, appreciation and the passion for like, you know, doing skincare oh, yeah. in, in the, like it, you know, in the context of like other people that, you know, were looking exactly for something you were looking for like, yeah. when you first like started doing it. Yeah. It's really cool. Actually, it's the same reason I like teaching dance. Um, it's. Uh, this is a cool story. I had a girl who was coming in for facials like every three weeks and it was, um, the point of facials are if you're trying to fix something, you probably have to come in more frequently. But once we get something under control, you can come in like once a month, once every other month, like depending on how your skin is. And she, we had gotten to a point where her acne had just like gone away and it was really awesome. And she had stopped coming and I knew it was going to happen. Um, but she came in, they were taking prom pictures at Bay, like around Bayshore, they went to oh, dinner yeah. at like Devon, nice. and um, she came in in her prom dress and was like, Nay, thank you so much, like I just wanted to show you like how nice my skin looks in my prom makeup, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like, I'm so happy for you. Oh, like, so it's like moments like that that are really cool, like helping people feel good about themselves, because mm -hmm. um, I mean your face is a really sensitive subject, like anything b between not liking the facial hair you grow to... Um, having acne or you know a birthmark it, it any way that I can help someone feel good about what they have is really cool yeah yeah that's real I think that kind of a piggyback of that of the question also would be like how do you feel like societal beauty standards play into it I think I think with social media everyone thinks it's easy I think they see James Charles, and they're like, oh my god, he uses these two products, and my skin is going to be perfect. But I think it's a very vague blanket of things. I think people see advertisement for skincare, and they're like, that's going to work for me. And right, just like yeah. when I was younger, I saw Proactive, I was like, that's going to work for me. Right. It's not the case. You really have to know or find someone who knows their stuff yeah. and knows what ingredients are going to benefit your type of skin. Um, yeah, so I think it's almost just like, it's just a little... There's nuances yeah, like, with people, the products. So. People think it's going to be easier than it is. Right. Mm -hmm. Everyone everyone has like a different, something different that is going to work for them. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, there's there's not one like universal answer. Yeah. And there's like tons of different <clears throat> variables too, like your diet, how you exercise, your genetics, all of those things play into it. And that's not something that anyone else you're going to see on Instagram promoting a product is going to have. Mm -hmm. So you try, I always say like, try it. If it doesn't work, oh well. If it's not broken, don't fix it, though. If you have really good skin, yeah. don't do too much, because... Yeah, right, that's real. I, yeah, I, I haven't really dealt with much acne, like, in, like, the last, like, I'd say five years, mm -hmm. but I was in middle school, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Like, that was, I mean, like, 
you know, puberty, like, you know, adolescence, like, yeah. it, it starts kicking in, and, I, you know, I was using the Stridex, I was using the clear oh, soul, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like, that was just, I'd apply it every single day, like, before school, and, like, Oh, you're good. You used it every single day. Well, well, my mom like kind of like <laughs> yeah. she was, she, you know, my mom was uh, watching from the door. Like yeah, that. she was like, you know, I I want you to have good skin, son. Mm-hmm. Um, no, she didn't actually say that, but, <laughs> but like you know, I, I mean, it was something that like you know, I looked in the mirror and was like, damn, like I want to get rid of this. Um, and as I like kind of you know you know, progressing in my teenage years, like, it started getting, like, not as bad. Like, mm-hmm. I started kind of, I guess, like, sort of my hormones started kind of settling in. Yeah. Um, and I didn't have to, like, worry about it too much after that. But, I mean, there's still plenty of people, like, our age that, you know, still deal with acne. Yeah. And it's... Even and, people that are older than yeah. us, too. Oh, so. yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, like... And it, it can be a real nuisance, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's just... it's. I feel like... That, going back with social media, everyone has this, like, preconceived idea that having bad skin is bad and you're ugly. Mm-hmm. Or, like, not, you know, I don't know. And it's just, that's not the case. So many people, everyone goes through it. Everyone will have a pimple in their day. And if they right. don't, then you suck. Okay? They, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You suck. You're lame as hell. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I just think... There's so much, like talking about like influencers even too, there's yeah. so much that they do to keep their skin perfect that you don't even see that, like we couldn't even fathom how much they right. spend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of them are really open about it, which is really cool. And I think I'm kind of, I'm on a much smaller scale the same way. Like I'm a skin person. I need to, I feel like I need to have good skin in order to build trust with someone. Yeah, it's like a know? it's like a tattoo artist yes, that doesn't have tattoos. Oh my you gosh, know? you wouldn't want to go to a tattoo artist that had like, Janky no. tattoos. Yeah. Exactly. Or no tattoos yeah. either. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I mean, maybe no tattoos. If you had a good portfolio. Okay. Fair. Yeah, right? Fair. 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 Okay. Fair. fair. You wouldn't want to go to a lawyer who hadn't won any cases ever. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Someone who like has immersed themselves in their craft, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. And like, by all means, it's like, yeah, if you have like some acne or whatever, like some blemishes, like, you know, you, you are still beautiful, no matter, mm-hmm. like, at always, you know, it's like, if you want to, like, I think that people don't embrace, like, how beauty can be so, it can mean so many different things yeah. to so many different people, it can yeah. be very subjective, it's relative, for yeah, sure. exactly, like, and I think that definitely social media plays into what people think they should look like yeah. in order to be attractive or be That is something I can talk about for hours. Oh, yeah. Like, working with kids, it's just, it's really disheartening and frustrating because I don't, I don't know, I don't personally look at other people and like, oh my god, I want to look like that person. Right. But I don't, I hate when I hear kids, my kids, like, talking about like, oh my gosh, that person's so pretty. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't even, I don't know why it bugs me so much. Cause mm-hmm. like, I don't know if they don't think they're pretty, but I just don't even want them to recognize that yeah. that is what pretty supposed right, to be. Right, right, right. That's the mm-hmm. threshold of pretty. Yeah. Or like, <clears throat> it, it, maybe it's just because they're looking at someone who like, I've, someone who had plastic surgery done yeah. or someone who has like a ton of makeup on, which don't get me wrong. I love makeup. But when you're nine, 10, 11 and 12, it's like, 
I don't know. That just bugs me. Oh yeah, sense. yeah, for sure. I mean, it definitely because it, it, you know, especially as they grow into an age where mm-hmm. like they have their like peak insecurity and peak yeah. uncertainty of themselves is like that's not you know it can be uh, it can be just harmful to their own self image. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, like I I definitely used to be somebody that that used to do that. I used to like look at you know dudes that like had were a lot more like toned mm-hmm. or dudes that like you know just had a had a particular like um you know image yeah. like a, a a fitness and I used to be like yeah I want to look like that mm-hmm. but I feel like um in the last couple of years like I've, I've managed to kind of undo that because I've embraced how beauty and uh, fashion and also just like what being attractive can mean um, to just in so many different ways. I think it's even like uh, people I've had crushes on. I've had crushes on so many different types of people, Mm -hmm. you know, like people that just look in so many different ways, you know, like, you know, I've had crushes on, you know, people of different sizes, of different hair colors, mm-hmm. of different, you know, facial features, of different, it's like, whether they have tattoos, or they have piercings, yeah. whether they dress a certain way, it's like, I've had crushes on a lot of different kinds of people, you know, yeah. I don't, it's like, this idea of, like, you know, where you're confined to, like, you know, like, have a type, yeah. you know, I, I, I never believed in that, I guess, and no, that, and that no. kind of made me sort of perceive myself in this room. I like, I mean, I, like, a lot of my, like, girlfriends, like, will say, you know, they'll be into a lot of different kind of guys. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's not just, like, you know, the guys that are so, like, um, you know, uh, are, are, like, idealized based on, like, you know, how much muscle they have or, yeah. like, whether, you know, they, they engage in traditionally masculine activities. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, I, there's plenty of girls I know that uh, are very into guys that wear skinny jeans. Yeah. Or, you know, guys that, uh, you know, have, that dress a certain way, you know, or present in a certain way, like, present more feminine. It's, it's, it's very, like you said, it's very relative. And I think that if we can, you know, embrace beauty as just, like, whatever mm-hmm. it means to that particular person like yeah. find helping somebody find what that is that's that's huge and that that's a beautiful thing i always get like i'm gonna be real honest i get so pissed when i see when i have like a friend or like i see someone that i just like always run into and they always date people that look exactly the same yeah like it really bugs me and mm-hmm. i don't know why that is or like people that date someone that looks exactly like they do. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why, it has nothing to do with me, I know that. Right. But I just, it's something about it, because I feel, well, I think in the gay community, it's very much, you stay in your, I feel like people stay in their lane. They, it's not a lot of like, I come from this walk of life, um, you come from this walk of life, we're together. It's very much like, I'm, to be stereotypical, like the preppy, Patagonia wearing, um, Caucasian that went to UW Madison and I'm going to date that exact same thing. And especially with prejudice in the community, it's very much like, I mean, I don't know if you've ever heard of like no fats, no femmes, like that kind of stuff. There's like a preference, um, about 
like being masculine and being feminine like you don't feminine being feminine and more in touch with your feminine side um is not attractive in the gay community and people will argue that it is but it's not you try if like that's like i don't know it's just it's very much like if you're feminine people like guys i i get kind of get where they're coming from though guys want like you're gay you want to date a guy and so when someone is more in touch with their feminine side, it's a little bit, I don't know. I just, I can see where people would just, like, because ideally I would love, like, a, you know, masculine, like, strong guy. That would be, like, I, I don't know. I just feel like people don't go outside of their comfort zones. And I don't really know why. Because yeah. I think I learned, I learned so much about myself when I date someone that's completely different than me. Mm -hmm. Like, I would never try certain foods that, like, ex-boyfriend made me try. Or I would have never gone to that place. Mm -hmm. And if you if I, you date in your friend group with someone who you're so similar to, you're not going to branch out. And I feel like I would get bored. I totally would, too. Like, you just, you don't really, like, grow. You yeah. don't learn. You don't get challenged a ton. You know, yeah. it's like, when you can find someone that challenges you, but also, like, you challenge them mm -hmm. and you just grow together like that's you know i feel like that you know that's like what an ideal relationship should be dating yeah. being going for somebody that just you automatically like just on every single it's level yeah, yeah it's too easy it, yeah like, well that gets you back to um the point we made about like small walkie like like if you don't want to date in a small community like that if you're sick and tired of like dating the same people your friends are dating Branch out, try a different friend group. Yeah. That, like that's the point. Right. And you can literally do that by going to a different bar, maybe mm -hmm. one weekend for a change, yeah. or you know, trying a different hobby. Like it's setting your Tinder settings to sugar daddy. <laughs> try it. Is that a thing? No, I'm just kidding. I was <laughs> no, I just make the age <laughs> <laughs> like thirty-five and up. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I uh, I recently removed my dating apps because they're stressful. They are. They're very stressful. They're stressful and they're mean sometimes. Oh yeah, people are real trash on. Yeah. I feel like it's like it's like a safety net for people to be just trash human it's beings. It's just like a platform to cyberbully. Yeah. I just don't and like, I'm big into. Even if someone messages me that I'm not necessarily into, I usually try to at least say hello mm -hmm. and not just completely ignore them because I've been there before and that sucks. Yeah. Like when, I don't know, it's so funny, but like to be a very confident person during the day and then to like go on an app like that and to potentially even like on Tinder to like match with someone who you're like, oh, that person's really attractive. Like they found me attractive. Wow, that's cool. And then to just get no response or that's like, it's, one, it's frustrating because you're like, well, why did you like me then? Yeah. Why, Jeremy? <laughs> why did you like me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It just it's funny how like a little thing like that can just wreck your self esteem. Yeah, it bruises so quickly. It bruises your 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 ego, ego a yeah. little bit. Yeah, I like, and I've been there too. And I mean, and I've also I've been on the other end of that where I match somebody, they'll message me and I don't message back. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's because like, you know, I just don't, I, I guess I never really took dating apps like that seriously. Yeah. And it's probably, it's probably better in that way that I'm For not sure. on them because, you know, I don't want to like hurt anyone's feelings. I don't yeah. want to like, I don't want to put anybody in like 
you know, uh, a rough spot. Like, mm -hmm. I, it's probably just better for me to just, you know, you know, just not not engage because yeah. I've also been really fucking hurt on on dating apps myself. And like, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a culture that is, you know, it's just kind of like it's messy and. Uh, I th you you're you're playing with a lot of potential heartbreak or yeah. or just shitty people, I guess. Yeah, I think too with um, like the dating apps. I think back when there weren't apps like this, it was so much easier to like be faithful and stay in a mm. monogamous and like a trusting relationship. But now you have at the tip of your fingertips every person that you could possibly sleep with in the tri-state area yeah. you know what i mean like you go on instagram and it's just like you see every single day hundreds of people that you could potentially date and that gets planted in your head and you're like oh, do i really need to be in this relationship is my relationship good enough mm -hmm. maybe it's not maybe i should like the grass is not always greener and i feel like that's yeah. very much what like things like tinder and grinder and like Instagram all do. They kind of just remind you that there are other people out there. Hmm, do I need to work out this situation I'm having with my per partner or do I just like quit it because yeah. there's so many other fish in the sea. I deal with that so much. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, the, the wandering eye syndrome becomes so like, mm -hmm. um, like it becomes a lot more easy to succumb to. And it's just frankly, it's a, you know, it's, it's shitty for both parties because mm -hmm. you you know you question yourself as a partner because of it, or yeah. you question what you want constantly. Yeah, I, I definitely deal with that a lot. I think I'm really traditional in the sense of like, like um, I would love to not meet someone on a dating app and that be how like we met. Like you know, I want the I grew up in a all a very religious, very like you know strict community, and it taught very it was like very much Hallmark movie. Hallmark yeah. movie-esque and so I want that like bumping into someone at a coffee shop and like exchanging numbers yeah, and then yeah, going yeah. Out. like that's like that's I so ideal and I've been trying to break myself of that because I know that's not necessarily the most realistic right, yeah. um, but I think that's definitely something we've I don't know I think everyone wants something different mm -hmm. and I think because we have so much access to like the seeing people that go on trips and seeing people that do this and that and you're like well my relationship's not like that so my relationship isn't good mm -hmm. or yeah. on the other hand you see people who are just in relationships because that's being in a relationship looks like you're successful it makes right. you feel like you're successful right it, it gives you some sense of like uh like accomplishment yeah accomplishment yeah. or it gives you some sense of like fulfillment yeah almost like a status level yeah too. oh yeah 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 oh, literally status it, it's it's just, it's frustrating because I think everything is so rushed and people get into relationships when they don't even really want to be. Yeah. And then the other party gets hurt or they both get hurt. Mm -hmm. so it's that's just, frustrating. Yeah, it's just like societally imposed like pressure that like, you know, you need to, you need to uh, somehow, um, you know, achieve a partner, yeah. sustain that relationship, and then like that leads to like, you yeah. know, lasting happiness and success. But it really, it just doesn't work like that. Yeah. I mean, that's why, like, the divorce rate is the way it is. Yeah, it's crazy because I even think back when our parents were, like, um, 
you know, our age, that for women, it was like, you have to get married. You have to get married. Mm-hmm. You have to have kids. Like, right. you are, like, what's the point of you even being on this planet right. if that's if so you're not supporting harmful. your man? Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. I mean, I think we've got away from that a lot, but I still think deep down everyone doesn't want to be alone when you're, you know, in your 60s. Yeah. And so it's like, you think, oh, well, I need to find someone before that. Mm-hmm. So. And I, I, I feel that too. Like, I mean, it's a feeling that gets suppressed, like but it's not. But it's not eliminated. Mm-hmm. It's all. It can still be there deep down. Yeah. Um, all right, Nate. Um, we had a great conversation, didn't we? Yeah, we did. That was really fun. Yeah, we did a good job. We talked about Florida and the beach. Mm-hmm. We talked about skincare a little bit, beauty standards, mm-hmm. uh, social media, dating apps. Mm-hmm. We we covered some good ground here today. <laughs> um, well, uh, so Nate, tell me what keeps you up at night. What keeps me up at night? Work work not like finishing work or like knowing that i have more work to do the next day yeah all right that's valid what like what uh kind of what in the kind of work you do what carries over into like being up late and shit? well both of my jobs are jobs that aren't like clock out like skincare oh. i'm always constantly like on instagram like trying to get people to come in trying to talk mm. to people about skin trying to get um more services and then with my dance job it's constantly talking to parents of the kids and the kids and like help like how their day was and making sure like no one's bullying them at school yeah. and uh, going over stuff like I'm gonna need to do um, the next day to get ready for a competition so stuff like that usually wow. I'll, I'll stay up really late and watch their videos over and over and over <laughs> and over and like make notes right right yeah, yeah. text them passive aggressively like, don't your foot yeah so, so you got some homework to do yes but, always oh man well uh, what puts you to sleep though what puts me to sleep Wine. Wine. <laughs> Wine. Oh, we could, we totally should, if we did this episode a little later. Wait, we should, do you normally do this with people drinking? Uh, it, it, it depends. Uh, I feel like I'd be so much more interesting buzzed. Oh my God. You are, <laughs> we, we, no, this round was great. Two. Yeah, round two. Yeah, round two will drink. Hammered. Round two, Yeah. You can do it on the beach too. Let's do it. There yeah. you go. This is a portable podcast, so we could do it there. I mean, yeah, I, like, I started the show out drinking a ton like i would just do episodes every week is drinking a lot of different kinds of shit but as i started doing this like a ton more like you're like i'm an alcoholic yeah 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 well i also it's like i just can't just like function just being drunk and drinking all the time especially with how frequently i do the show so i started like doing it sober a ton more just drinking water you know Mm -hmm. like shooting the shit so Mm -hmm. yeah well thank you for being on the show thank you i'm gonna hug (laughs) Um, well, uh, go to Ulta, uh, Nate will take care of you. Yes, I will. Yes. Uh, maybe I should come into Ulta sometime. Uh... Give me a facial, you know? Yes. <laughs> the results are so cool. Oh, fuck yeah. Well, let's do it. Uh, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Mr. Nice Guy.